Excuse me. <laughs> I think I'm in the wrong apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Me to be quiet for a second. How hard was that? <laughs> really challenging. <laughs> Super challenging. Okay. So we had quite a bit of back and forth in regards to you overseeing the edit. Yeah. Or whatever. Um, yeah. And we decided that you're just going to use not your name. Oh, shit. I think I've changed my mind now. <laughs> Again. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like. So many of your listeners, like they, they don't even be, they're never gonna like know who I am personally. Yeah. So who cares? Well, the first mistake there, you said so many listeners. <laughs> That's true. Ninety-seven <laughs> percent is like the department at the business in which I work, <laughs> listening to them for you. Well, they're so nice. Them. They're so nice to do that for you. They're, they're, they are. Yeah. <laughs> Very much appreciate them. Hopefully, they keep listening. I don't think they do. like just yeah. being honest with you. Yeah. Yeah, but. It's a good thing that you want me on here because I promised you that we would blast it out to the people that I know. And I feel like maybe that's another reason to use my name. It's cool. So what name are we going to... My name is Hala. Hala. <laughs> that means everything sweet in Arabic, actually. Um, misnamed, I think. <laughs> I was just going to say You so. know that, Is though. that an accurate name? <laughs> no. No. Definitely. I was like the middle child, so I was always a bit pissed. Mm. And like in Middle Eastern culture... A boy is super important and like we had my sister who's like the oldest the first like so revered that seems like it's common in a lot of cultures though. i think so yeah. yeah and then me like another girl just the middle <laughs> and then my brother who was like he came much later in life so it was like such a wow we finally did it like there's a son so no not aptly named <laughs> i guess is what i'm trying to say because i just like i was angsty and i was pissed and like i was always kind of overlooked Oh. I don't think I've told you that before. No? <laughs> no. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> okay. I feel like that's it's what every weed. conversation starts with. Hey, so uh, I've been overlooked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's another reason why I sit on the uncomfortable side of the couch and you already have moved your posture because it's uncomfortable. <laughs> it is, yeah. <laughs> it's not good. So you don't like to be comfortable? No, I do. But I just think in this scenario, specifically it being like this couch, this L shape, yeah. <laughs> I just feel like I should sit on the other side. Because you don't deserve the comfortable side. Mm -hmm. Even though like this is my house and I'm the only one that lives here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would being on the comfortable side make you uncomfortable? Totally. So I've been forcing myself to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's been awful, but I've like really been trying my best. Yeah. Oh, the struggle. It's really real. Yeah. Yeah. What uh, can you do? I'm pretty excited about this. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've been talking about it for like a minute. Uh, every now and then. I think yeah. we talked about this uh, around the first couple of weeks or so we yeah. met. And then I kind of dropped it because... Uh, I don't know. I didn't want it to seem like this is the only thing I want to do. I definitely think that this is like the last time we're ever going to hang out. Because <laughs> like, there's like a list, right? A finite yeah. list. Like, what is this person around for? And like, we're kind of like at the last point of the list. Like, oh, he wants me to record an episode with him. So like, we're going to check that off. And then you're just going to be like, okay, I'm like, good. Well, I sure hope this is not the last time we <laughs> hang out or speak. That would be... 
It would have to be something very extraordinary happening on this episode for it to be oh the last time. Yeah. That would be exciting. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I just don't like the norm, the normie. So if something cool was to happen, that would be interesting. Yeah. Um, what would have to happen for us not to hang out ever again? Like at this current junction? Sure. I don't really know too much because like maybe you did something that pissed me off, but was it done with like malicious intent? If so, then let's chat about it. If it was like an accident, it's whatever. So where's People that, fuck up. Where's that line? I mean, I don't think... And, like, oh. It's going to depend scenario over scenario. Yeah. Okay. Like I killed your dog. Oh no. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I did it so like <laughs> you wouldn't have to go back and forth anymore. It would be like That's that. crazy. Like that's malicious intent. It would or, be like, like that office scenario where Dwight killed the cat so she doesn't have to <laughs> suffer anymore. I actually just watched that episode not too long ago. Um, I kind of was with Dwight though. The cat had to die. Dude, it required like constant care and attention. Okay, so first I think it's because you're a dog person and you don't care about cats. This cat, like... What if it was a dog? I'm pretty sure a part of the big issue with Dwight having to go over there and do that is he had to shove his hand up the cat's butt like every two hours. At that point, this cat's no longer living a happy life. If that was a dog, I would also put the dog down. Okay. They're not but, having a good time anymore. By putting it in the freezer? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Taking it to a veterinarian and doing it the proper way. Right. Yeah. Okay. It's a whole. You don't want to. Well, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that to your no. dog because he seems pretty happy. He's super chill. Yeah. I miss him all the time. I think one of the there's a few things I wanted to talk about. First is um, you have quite a few uh, gigs, more or less, and one of them is weddings. Yeah. So fun. Um, and we talked a little bit about that before, but... Um, what do you want to know? <laughs> well, I think like the most fascinating thing for me was that the fact that you were able to tell like which couple would make it and which one wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. So I have been shocked once before. Yeah. Um, just because these two just seemed so perfect for one another. Found each other later in life, one after a loss, like... You can just see the love in the family, and the story that I heard shortly after was pretty harrowing, I would say, and I like I would have not expected it. And this wedding was really special to me because this was the first client that just gave me the largest budget I had ever received with like absolutely zero direction. She's like, I want a barn wedding. Here is a large sum of money. <laughs> so for a wedding in Canada, yeah. what's uh, like the average amount of money that a person can spend on a wedding? I would say like your run of the mill, very average. There's like maybe one extraordinary thing, max, less than 100 people. You're looking at 50 to 60K. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's all in though. And like, don't worry, honeys, I'm going to send you, you know, to Mexico to a, like a four-star resort for seven days. As a <laughs> yeah, like with your, your $60,000, like it's going to be all in. That's yeah. your dress, that's your flowers, that's like, you know, everything. But it's still pretty expensive. What's What extraordinary things are we talking about? Like, oh, I do the most fun things. Okay, this is a great plug for my business that does not have a name currently because it was named after my ex-husband. So help me name it. Because <laughs> I'm giving up on the dream. Okay. Um, I have, as soon as weed was legalized, <laughs> bud tenders. It's just like a good looking dude. He's dressed up. <laughs> he sits behind a table. He educates you on strains or a good looking girly girl or a they them. I'm a good looking human being. <laughs> um, they're educating you on strains. They're rolling you weed. They're giving you gummies. It's just like such an experience <laughs> for both the guest and the bride and groom. And like, nobody really does that. 
So that's the thing. Um, we've had a painter that like paints a scene in your wedding live for everybody to watch. Oh, it's pretty cool. Yeah. And then you get like a huge canvas of whatever scene you picked and they're just like painting all night long. It's why is that funny? It's so cool. It's kind of bougie. It's like, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. do work for me, artist. Absolutely. I paid for this. I did a wedding once where the bride and groom were like young and hip. They were super cool. They loved music. They were both in law. <laughs> and no, it's important because they were like super upscale. You know what I mean? They just loved to dance. And so what we did was we had different types of masseuses. To give you a massage, like a quick foot massage, so you can like get oh, back okay. on the dance floor. No, right. no, no rubs and tucks. <laughs> it's just two curtains. I can't close that one time though. Uh, um, no, uh, yeah, just outside of the box ideas. Like we're doing. The groom was like, "Hey, so can we have a masseuse behind a curtain?" And you're like, to, to for feet massages, right? So that you can keep dancing." He's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, oh, totally. yeah, yeah. No rubs totally, and tucks in the back. Yeah, totally for that." Uh, they have a kid now. It's crazy. He was my first wedding that I did that produced Result. a child. Wow. It was amazing. Wow. <laughs> I'm super excited. So you're responsible for overpopulation at this point. I think that I'm part of the problem. Yeah, because my clients have started popping out kids now. It's stressful. Yeah. Whoa. So if anything, you should sabotage weddings. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah. I think I have my own reason to sabotage weddings. Okay, yeah. But... <laughs> I actually still believe in love and marriage. I think that it's like a really special when it's like to the right person and you can see. Right. Yeah. It's so interesting. It's like just like an unspoken sort of bond of teamwork. And I know that it's not something that just like happens. You both have to work at it. Like you have to give each other social cues to to start being able to have like nonverbal conversations in rooms. And like as soon as I see my clients doing that, I'm like, huh. These guys have sort of got it figured out. I think it's one thing being able to see that in other people. But mm -hmm. if you were looking in the mirror, would you be able to see that in yourself? 50% of it, I don't know because I'm going to have to find my partner. I think like with a lot of my girlfriends, like my, my very best friend in the world, her and I can have full-on conversations in a full crowded room and like completely understand what the other is saying. But that takes a lot of like practice. Right. And she cares enough to put in the work. I care enough to put in the work. Boom, we've got it. Yeah. Boom, we got it. Mm -hmm. uh, so for that couple that didn't make it, uh -huh. that you expected to, what happened? <sighs> Ooh, confidentiality, I think. Here, I'm going to plead the fifth, but I'm going to say it was like a really sad tale for someone. They've both, they both had really difficult lives before they met each other. And Unfortunately, they, you know, they, they both had really shitty things happen to them and they are continuing to have separate shitty lives now. So like, it just, it wasn't a happily ever after for anybody. And it oh. just, it's really, really sad. Like big sicknesses were involved and like sad deaths were involved Oof. and it's just like, it was shitty all around. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sorry. <laughs> uh, what about the ones that you're like, yeah, this is not working out right away. What, what are the big Right tells? away. Okay. One I was super shocked by completely, completely taken off side because in any scenario, I just couldn't see how they could ever agree on anything ever. You know, we would get into just the most ridiculous conversations about particular table layout. Like it was just stuff that was consistently rehashed. It was almost like watching a couple argue for the sake of arguing, hmm. neither of them wanting to contest and be like, okay, babe, like you can have what you want. 
I would never want a life like that for myself. Like how exhaust. Imagine like most interactions with your spouse is like me, no me, no me. How fucking exhausting. Yeah. They're still together though. It's yeah. crazy. And and they're doing great. Like very, very well. What about the ones where you're like, yeah, this is not going to happen. I was, I had a gut feeling about one in specific and I was a hundred percent correct. This one was really challenging because she, Bride, was such an empath. Like her and I had so much in common in the sense of we had this like weird hero complex, I can save you. You <laughs> see someone who is... Oh, both of you. Oh, yes. Yeah, se- yeah. Separately in our relationships. And we actually became great friends after her wedding because, because of it, weirdly enough. She met this man and he had a lot of shit, but at the core... You know, when he was sober and on the straight and narrow, he was a nice guy, you know? And it's just like sitting on the side of the couch. She thought that that's the best she deserved. And so she tried really bad to fix him. It it just, you can't fix someone. So it didn't work out. And they, I think they were divorced within the first year. Wow. Or maybe the first two years. Yeah. But now she's so much happier and it's so weird. She ended up with someone that I knew from my childhood. What are the chances? (laughs) I saw them on his Instagram and I was like, the fuck? <laughs> I went on a date with this guy. <laughs> I went on one date with this guy. I think it was this guy or, okay, so it was this guy and another guy and they hung out in like a pair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, die. Sorry, I have my own. Do you want this one? Nope. Uh, they hung out as a pair, so it could have been him or it could have been the other guy. I honestly don't remember because I was like maybe 17. Um, but she seems really happy now. And sometimes you got to fuck up in order to realize what you'll never do again. So I'm, I'm so happy that she came to the conclusion when she was like 27, 28, yeah. that this was not her person right? rather than at 50 oh. with three kids in tow. Cause that right. it, it would be much more difficult to leave and she would be unhappy for much longer. Is what I'm trying sense. to say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I think when you're at a certain age, you're really naive. Like mm. who are you when you were 22, 23? Okay, so me and this poor girl were making these life decisions, these major life decisions at that point, like fucking clueless, ultimately at the end of the day, pretty clueless with kind of a lot of direction from the people around us. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, her and I were so similar. We're like, fuck that. Like, (laughs) I'm going to do what I want to (laughs) do. Ultimately, what had changed is not the expectation of wanting to change that person, but the fact that I didn't want to change myself in order to suit that person without changing them. Mm-hmm. I guess it's also about not really knowing what you sign up for. So you got to take more time to get to know someone before committing to something like that. Oh yeah. I was like, uh, <laughs> wild dude, <laughs> crazy. And yeah. it's so funny <clears throat> because you know, when things were sort of coming to a conclusion, between me and my ex, we would sit on the patio and we would just get wine drunk. He finally started drinking wine with me. Lit. And we just like sit in our suburb, South Surrey neighborhood. There's like kids playing in the alley. And we're just getting right fucked on like Zinfandel, $9.99. And we would sit there and we would tell each other like, who let us make these major life decisions at 22 and 23? Like we both very fully understand no shit this was gonna fail ultimately at the end of the day now at 28 like in retrospect looking back like huh bitch what were you thinking but hindsight's 2020 hindsight's totally 2020 so with that being said no i never had an intention to get married to later get divorced or try and change my ex-husband in any which way shape or form 
I just got to a point where I was so much more intimately like understanding of who I was at my core and like what my values are, my ethics, all of these things. Like I, I, Hala knew Hala better and she understood that unless there was like significant changes happening with her partner, she was never going to be like satisfied that that person was her partner. And I think vice versa. Mm. And so it was like literally gentleman's agreement, like shake hands. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> mm. Um, I, what I'm curious about is the stereotype is that women have full-on journals and stuff for what their wedding is going to look like. Diaries or whatever the fuck, you know what I mean? Like growing up? Like uh, fucking scrapbooks, is that the word? I've never seen a singular, like, this is what my... Baby, this is... We're in the fucking metaverse almost. Mm -mm, I see Pinterest boards, honey. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, Yeah, no, the the modern day and age of that is Pinterest boards. There are some clients that come to me with, like, very organized binders. And you're like, none of this is going to work. I usually just don't take on those clients. Could you imagine me with someone very type A? Oh, gee, that would be not a good fit. I tend to look for clients, especially now that I'm sort of like solidified. I don't do any advertising anymore. Like people just come to me and it's very flattering. They already know my style because most likely they chose me as their wedding planner because their friend who they were like a bridesmaid were there, but whatever. No, not a whole lot of... I think the clients that I choose to deal with, nobody comes to me with like the big dream. I tend to not take people like that. In the beginning I did and it was absolutely brutal. I had one client once tell me that (laughs) each piece of cutlery needed to be like one eighteenth of an inch away from each other and she like wanted me to measure every single one. Um, Yeah, no, no more. (laughs) <laughs> I do like really extensive get to know you as I take people out for like a coffee or we go for a drink or whatever. They come here sometimes. And like, if I'm not vibing, no amount of money, dude, no amount of money is worth it. Cause I've taken some of those weddings, especially at the beginning and would never do it again. What's the weirdest thing that someone asked me to do? Yeah. Uh, the weirdest thing that someone's ever asked. Not necessarily the weirdest thing, just like the weirdest shit that's ever happened, like the craziest shit that's ever happened. I can give you those stories. Has anyone, you know, the classic movie thing where the ex is Mm, like, no. No, I wish. (laughs) No, the closest we got was the girl that just was like, I I don't want to do this. Like, I don't think I want to do this. And so I kicked everybody out of the room and it was just me and her mom and I just like told her, I was like, we don't have to. Like, it's it's totally cool. It's fine. Who cares? <laughs> it's just money at the end of the day. Like, this is your fucking life. And then her mom like asked me to step outside for a second. We had a chat. And then, yeah. It didn't happen? We walked down the aisle. And it worked out? Divorce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's the girl that's now dating the guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, has a guy ever done that? Has a guy ever like not wanted to get married? Yeah. Hmm. No. I think that grooms, the grooms that I do end up having a really great relationship with, often couple with the couples in my head that are going to make it because they've like clearly thought about this day. It's really important to them too. It's the day that they're also marrying the love of their life. Um, so the grooms that are engaged and involved in the process are usually the grooms that end up going the distance. I usually get along with grooms best, even if I've like 
scarcely met them or have never met them before until their big day, I usually kick it with the groomsmen the best. Hmm. Yeah. What would you suggest someone who's like planning their wedding? Not necessarily like have a partner and they're mm. like getting married soon, but mm-hmm. more like people that want to get married and what would you suggest to make the whole process easier? Hire a fucking wedding planner. <laughs> like don't be a broke bitch. I'm sorry. I don't know what to say. Like don't get married if you can't hire a wedding planner just because like girl, they're going to save you so much money. It's crazy. They literally pay for themselves. And I think that they have a lot of connections. Like we do each other a lot of favors in the industry. So it's not uncommon for me to pick up the phone because you're a nice person and I really like you and I want to come through for you. I'll like, we pick up the phone to each other all the time and we're like, yo, like, remember what I did for you last month? (laughs) I now need you to return that favor. And like, it's just awesome. We can get you the best deals. We know all the best vendors. <laughs> no. This is uh, not sponsored. Be, no, at, at all. Like, I'm just being honest with you. And like, don't even come to me because I don't even have a business name right now. Like, I'm just chilling. And frankly, weddings are really hard for me right now. Like, it's not, it's not a fun time yeah. <laughs> at all. I'm super excited for my clients this year. But as you can imagine, it's probably the most difficult year I've probably had since year one. So... I'm looking forward to taking a break, but any advice that I can give to a bride is definitely hire a wedding planner first and foremost. Have you had uh, people with, like, what's the, because I don't know what weddings are like here. Mm-hmm. I know what weddings are like in Eastern Europe. Mm-hmm. involves stealing the bride. Um, uh, I, saw, <laughs> I saw an episode of a wedding in Moldova once <laughs> on 90 Day Fiance, and, and she actually came out of a fucking, like, carriage or some shit. She looked like a fucking princess. It was sick. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And... Yeah, there was a ton of booze, and like people looked like they were having so much fun. It was and pretty fun, yeah. There was like cool uplighting. Yeah, seems legit. <laughs> and every wedding I went to didn't have a fight or stabbing, so that was nobody died. Yeah, how can well... you come home? <laughs> we did not talk about the overdoses. Alcohol, yeah, alcohol poisoning doesn't count. No, it's like it is natural. Time. There is literally an EMT on standby, like waiting to pump stomachs, just like no, bin full of charcoal. In, we don't believe in. Pumping, pumping your stomach? Do you just we like... call it natural causes. <laughs> <laughs> he died of natural causes. Mm. He was 35. It's going to be one of my bits. Um... <laughs> I can't wait to hear the one. That's yeah, yeah. And... <laughs> I just feel like I have to respond when you talk. It's so hard for me. Okay. What? No, you're good. Mm-hmm. You, were, you were asking something. Uh, so what was it? Yeah, no, you were talking about 90 Day Fiance um 90 day fiance. so like i literally did a version of 90 day fiance except nobody was nobody was going anywhere <laughs> like i just did that to myself for fun i guess yeah um but very interesting show very unique concept cool it kind of got ridiculous like it's very scripted now which is yeah. why i no longer watch but it had its good days <laughs> <laughs> do, do, you, do you like the reality show stuff i watch garbage tv in this current order right now um i'm on like my last leg of the bachelor i can't do this anymore I fast forward through Clayton's entire season. Terrible. I, was, uh, I tried. I showed you that someone reached out to me and was like, hey, you should apply. And I, I like, think that you would be good at this, except that you're short. But other than that, you would be good at this. <laughs> I'm not sure. You're like, I did say to you the other day, like, I'm kind of surprised, actually. You're taller than I remember you being. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that. Because, like, you're kind of taller than I I think in my brain, yeah. I categorized you as, like... Little guy. <laughs> Put you in the little guy bucket. No, I think you're just thinking about my penis. Yes, that too. Um, in the extra small little guy bucket. <laughs> That's so mean. Um, I just, I, I prefer to say I have a small penis so that people are surprised. 
So like it's not that small. Is that the reaction you want though? <laughs> I don't it's I don't not really that care. Small. It, it does the job. I think that may, sometimes yeah. so okay, so me and my friend, I think I can say I think you would be stoked if I said his name. Me and my friend Michael. Um, we have a WhatsApp chat of unsolicited dick pics. I'm sure Would he gets like a lot more. That? No. Oh, there's one that's like very artistic. Uh, he gets what's, lots, okay, he gets what's artistic more. about it without showing it? Okay. He, uh, I can explain it. It is a rather large man. Like he's not like, he's like fit ish, but he's just big. Like he's tall and the shot is taken from like an upward angle. Oh, from down up. From down up, yeah, but not like that far down. Is like, it like knee high? Knee high, but like zoomed out. So like you know, he just kind of looks like he's is, in. Is it is it the fisheye lens? No, oh, we're okay. not that meta yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he has like long curly ish hair, like kind of looks like does not look like Jamie from Outlander. Has hair like Jamie from Outlander. Not hot. This man is <laughs> not hot. Um, not hot. And um, he's just like striking a pose, like. Back is on the wall, but like butt is like curved outwards, and he's how, just like holding wait, his dick out. He's like, but how can you see his butt if the angle is? is, is Would you like to see the photo? No. Okay, you can like see a side profile. Oh, I don't want to have nightmares. It was not, that one was like kind of scary. Yeah, yeah, it's actually pretty funny because Michael and I firmly stand on opposite sides of circumcised versus uncircumcised, so mm-hmm. it's kind of nice. There's like opposing views in I'd the love same to, chat. I'd love to start a poll. Which side are you on? Um, circumcised simply because I don't know what to do with an uncircumcised penis. And Michael Zoll's uncircumcised? He prefers an uncircumcised penis. Huh, okay. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Would you All like right, me to right. elaborate further? Sure. Um, hmm. On, wait, on what? Penises. You're okay. just like looking at me like, do you have more to say? No, I was waiting for you to take a... a, a yes. Yeah. We vape a lot sometimes. Especially when we're... No, that's not good. We just like pass back and forth the whole time. It's yeah, it's terrible. Whenever you leave, my throat hurts. Um, <laughs> for not <laughs> that reason. That's usually yeah, the case. That's usually the case. Um, yeah, that's yeah. my take on... Uh, well, how did we get here? Oh, hi. Yeah, so Bachelor. Bachelor. Yeah. So I think that you would be really good at it. Because I feel as though they always like love the, the bestie. You know the bestie. The be- oh, I feel as though you give very authentic and genuine advice to people. So if there was a girly girl who was like in love with Joe over there, but he was paying attention to Rebecca, she would come to you and be sad, and you would give her like genuine, honest tips and pointers as to how she can get Joe back. And people would like that. People would like that. The camera really likes that, and that person gets a lot of social media following. Oh, because I don't think that you are. Looking to get engaged in six weeks? <laughs> Definitely not. I mean, first of all, where am I going to get 50K? To do what? For a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Okay, so if you're of sound mind and soul, you would probably not spend 50K for a wedding because rent in Vancouver is insane. $2,500 for a one-bedroom box. Um no, no, no. You would just like elope somewhere and then like literally forget to tell people and then like get pregnant and like forget to tell people and just be like, oh shit, no, there's a guy I married him a couple years ago and this is like his kid. That's my dream second wedding. Nobody knows. It's just like low key. I'd probably do that. That's probably the best case Most scenario. Because I can't afford it. <laughs> um, yes, no. We just wanted... If you go on The Bachelor, yeah. 
the people would fall in love with you, get a good, healthy social media following. And I, I think that you're one of those people that is not inauthentic. Like there's a lot of humans that are very good looking that go on these shows and that's their whole shtick. Their shtick is like they're good looking and they like know what to say and how to say it in order to garner. However, there's like a small select people <laughs> that actually go on the show that are quite authentic and they generally get a much larger social media following. Mm. Because you can tell, like, you're not, we're not dumb. Like, when I watch The Bachelor, I'm not like, hmm, I wonder if this is scripted. <laughs> like, <laughs> I absolutely know it's scripted and it's stupid. It's like <laughs> a good way for me to turn off my brain for two hours every week. But um, I think you would be super fun to watch. You should apply if you have not already. I will write your application. I don't know. I've, I've, well, maybe we can do it in a bit, actually, uh, if it's still up. I just talked to some people that were like, oh, you definitely shouldn't do it. Why? Well, they brought up some examples of uh, former contestants or whatever the fuck you call them. Mm-hmm. They were like, they were super unhappy with the way they were uh, represented. And as, yeah. as you may know, it's with, scripted. As you may know, with the discussion about this, mm-hmm. the episode, I am very, um, what's the word? Controlling? Very. What would be the word? It's actually, I'm so glad that you're so hyper aware. Very, um, <laughs> you said it, so I don't have to. You're oh. very much like my way or the highway sometimes. <laughs> oh, yeah, only sometimes. I can think of a lot of different scenarios <laughs> where it's Al's way or the highway. If it's the right way. But I think the, in other ways, you're very lenient. Can, like what? Can I talk about something? Like, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know if you want me to say it a lot, but I'm gonna. Sure. Okay, so I was having a bad time. I was a good friend. We had spa day. Spa day oh, was yeah. sick. And part of spa day was we went to go get pedicures. And we walk in and the girl's like, I'm assuming like no polish for him. And I was like, no, nah, bitch. <laughs> He's gonna get his toes painted. So I'll let me pick the color. And I picked like a nice navy blue for him. Is it still on your feet? It, it actually is. It's so, so weird. Cute. My, my, Toenails grow so slow that it looks like it's just done. <laughs> it's so cute. It's I can't still get on it. and it it looks. It great. looks fabulous. All the um, all the people at the gigs yesterday were like, "Oh my god!" Like, did they? Lo- oh they my god, it. they loved it. Yeah. You're so welcome. Okay, so I picked a nice navy blue, and then Al picked my color, and he picked you know very vibrant hot pink. And while we were getting our toes done. I told the lady to paint one of Al's toes pink, and he just went for it. So he's not controlling all the time, <laughs> but you are controlling a lot of the time uh, in like certain th- certain things, like this. For ex- I just think it's things that you're really passionate about, ultimately, at the end of the day, or things that you have traumas about. If I'm being honest with you, that's fair. I can distinguish between the two. Yeah. Yeah, it's very interesting. Can you can you mention one or two things about where you think I have traumas about and I'm controlling? Sex. Yeah. I'm I think yeah. <laughs> like allowed to say. Interesting, I don't know. okay. Definitely. Yeah. Something's something's <laughs> up, but I feel like we're gonna get there eventually. You're just gonna like have to tell me. Um and uh, I think yeah. driving is a big one. <laughs> I guess I could have not had said sex and said driving, but I forgot about the driving bit. Driving is a huge one. <laughs> but he's like slamming on invisible brakes in the passenger seat. And like no one's around. Are you okay? Um, and then things that you are just like super controlling about because you're passionate about, I think anything to do with your comedy, mm. anything to do with your socials, I feel like you protect that really well, which is like good, good for you. 
Yeah, I think your creativity is super important to you, which is really, it's, you like build walls around that because it's like your kind of thing. Mm. I remember the first time we ever met, you did something that like really stood out to me. We were walking, where were we? Um, I was like so new to this neighborhood. Cole Harbor. Okay, we were in Cole Harbor and then we were like walking and then you stopped and you like whipped out your phone and you just like started writing for a sack. And I like kept walking because I'm like an airhead and I don't have mm. any situational awareness. And I was like, oh shit, I lost him. And you're like, oh, just one sack. And you like, compl- and, then, and then you just put your phone away and you're like, okay, I'm done writing. Um, that was like a non-negotiable for you. In that sense, that was like, it's a my way or the highway situation. I need to stop here and I need to write this. Um, there's like a, some, I kind of respect you a little bit for that. Which it wasn't like replying to a text. It was me, no, no, no. me writing a joke down. And I was like... I'm pretty sure I yeah. actually inspired that joke yourself. Often, so, ha, 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 I'm hilarious, I know. That was the theme for the first two, three weeks. I think it's still the theme. Yeah. Yeah. I genuinely, <laughs> I think that I'm pretty funny. But you laugh a lot when I say things. Mm. But I think that you laugh because you're like kind of making fun of me a little bit. <laughs> and I think you laugh because you're like teasing me a bit. Dick. <laughs> and I just like spent 10 minutes saying such nice things. Thank you. Um, no, those are your buckets of trauma, I think. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I think driving. I, I, I think it is because uh, I, yeah, I don't like being out of control. And yeah. that's one of the reasons why I don't drink. Aside from having grown up, I just saw a lot of people being out of control and leading up to a lot of bad shit. And I was like, I can't let that happen to people around me Mm. and myself. So I'll make sure I don't lose control to a substance or whatever. So, um, one of the reasons why I don't drink and driving is I just, I I don't know so if I aggressive. could be I don't know if I could be a good passenger. If uh, Al ever says like, "Hey babe, want to go on a road trip?" Say no, bitch. <laughs> I went on road trips with people. They were mm-hmm. pretty satisfied. Were you the driver? Yeah. Okay, that's why they were pretty satisfied. They didn't have to hear you numbering. Yeah, because I'm a good driver. Um, at what point did you feel unsafe? Is my question. No, I didn't feel unsafe. Okay, so what's the problem? It was just very slow. Like doing forty in a fifty zone. Just I mean, trying to keep on. you safe, dude. Wow! Wow! The car is already doing that. Like we're, you know, yeah. there's security features and stuff. It's not just... really security features in a Jeep. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's a good point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it probably drives like a Russian tank. These you know days. what? I'm just <laughs> not a good joke. You know, we have to be not serious. I'm I'm Ukrainian. You're not Ukrainian. My mom is Ukrainian. See? Yeah. I did not know that. My mom is. Is everyone okay? The yeah, fuck, dude? Everyone's good. <laughs> this is serious business. It, it is. It's not... It's <laughs> My whole family, or my mom's side of the family, is in western Ukraine, mm-hmm. very close to the border with Moldova. They're fine for okay. now. It's scary what's going on there, and yeah. it's horrendous for people that are near big cities. Luckily for my family, they're nice and safe. Good. For now. Good to hear. And uh, if the situation changes, we've, we've talked to them about moving them over either here or Moldova and super close to the border so yeah, even they've if been it's like pretty temporary they weren't too on board with that they're like we're staying it's gonna be fine but mostly we'll um I took it like still like... still the jeep uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah drives like a piece of shit I think is what we're trying to say yeah on a highway not great yeah no it's a bit loud <laughs> okay well thanks for being honest there for no problem a bit I said like too many nice things I feel like yeah Say one not nice thing. 
about you? Yeah, to me. Inconsistency, in what I think, sense? is a big sense. Just in like, I w- <sighs> regret is watching over me right now. Yeah, are you sure you want to have this discussion? Yeah, let's go. I think inconsistency in the sense of like... <laughs> what the fuck? I was wondering what's happening. Can you check? We're also in the most dangerous part of the city. That's not true. <laughs> well, I mean... Do you often feel unsafe when you leave here? Never. I'm a guy. Really? Yeah. Should I mean, are you, to live here? okay, if I walk down the street and turn right and walk yeah, for a couple yeah, yeah, blocks, yeah. The, oh yeah, like no I'm one's like, fucking I'm, walking. I'm gonna get stabbed by a needle. But why would you go that way, babe? You would not. Remember <laughs> when well, I was just we we're outside by the uh, pizza place, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, a guy basically crossed the street to shoulder check me. You didn't tell me that. No, like when last time we met, oh, I was at the yeah. pizza place, <laughs> and I was like, this guy just walked by. Almost shoulder checked me because I, I stepped out of the way. You actually and then he can't stopped, show fear. And then he stopped, turned around, and <laughs> walked towards me again. And I was like, "All right, I'm all fucking right. going inside. <laughs> Fuck this." Yeah. So it's uh, you know, it's it's a fun area here. One thing I've noticed okay. is that there's no children here ever. There's babies, mm. but I've never seen like a gaggle of kids. I think I'm realizing that people like. Get pregnant, have kids, like get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. Like they're living yeah. in a burb now. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyhow, inconsistent. Inconsistent. Oh shit! I yeah. thought you forgot about that. No shit. Inconsistency. Do we have to hash this one out? Uh, we might. Is I that mean, like it doesn't, it doesn't have to come out? <laughs> okay, yeah. Then I'm down to dick around and talk. Like in our personal relationship, I think mm-hmm. that's the extent of it. We are pretty good friends, I would say. I told you recently that I've like added you to my roster rotation of people I think about when I see things that might interest them. Oh. <laughs> Which is an interesting place to be, I think. From one roster to the next. From one roster to the... Well, <laughs> fuck. Oh my God, don't even get me started on the roster. It is not a good time right now. We'll talk about it. We'll talk, we'll talk about the roster. So inconsistent in what way? Inconsistent in... Because this is also the first time... I don't think I should have used my legit name. And I like already signed that waiver. <laughs> Fuck. I would love to spill the tea on you. Like this is very therapeutic the for tea. me, but it's like, it's like uncomfortable because like of the situation I'm in, like where I'm at in like my life outside of like sitting on this couch with you right now. Um, okay. Inconsistency in the sense of, you know, you never know what you're going to get that day. Is it going to be like super type A Alex? That's like, we're here to play Mario Kart. I said, Oh my God. <laughs> or is it gonna be like the what do you wanna do? Do you wanna watch a movie? What kind of movie? Do you wanna the, go for a walk? What the, kind of walk? Do you wanna go get a slice of cake? What kind of cake? Like <laughs> Yeah. Okay, I in my defense, first I can see how that might seem that way. <laughs> and sometimes it is that way. Uh sometimes I don't even know what's gonna happen. Which is fun. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh but the two, like if 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 you're saying hi, hey, let's hang out on a certain day. Mm-hmm. I'm up for whatever. Yeah. But if someone, you're pretty serious if, about that, if someone says, "Hey, let's do this thing," mm-hmm. then I'm like, my mind is set. We're doing this specific thing. Yeah. And if I show up, we go. And, We're not talking about art. We're here to play fucking Mario. Yeah, and that thing isn't happening. Then I'm like, what the fuck am I doing here? 
I can't. It's just I don't know. It's how I'm. Oh my it's god! How I'm wired. Hang out with your pal. I know. Hang yeah. out with your good old. Buddy. But I have to like. It has to be a like a preset. I don't know. I don't mm. know if it's like a why or how it happens. But it's if it if it's like a preset. I don't want to say like a computer. <laughs> but it's yeah. Um, if the goal is set in a vague way, then I'm like I'm I'm all up for it. If the goal is set for a certain thing, then I'm like this has to happen. Mm. Yeah, I don't ever operate that way, so mm. it's sort of like confusing to me sometimes. Sometimes I'm just like I lay super low when you're we're like first interacting because I'm not sure what's the vibe, like I what's see. the energy gonna be. Well, I'm glad you brought it up. I don't feel as though I ever also like lead the energy. Mm. <laughs> I don't know why. Probably because you like to be in control. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. But I'm okay with uh, people leading. Yeah, I just kind of. I need at least some illusion of control, you know? Assemble out. I, I give that to you a lot. A semblance. Uh, yes. Of, of I give sorts. the illusion of control to you a lot. Do you recognize when I'm doing that versus no. actually giving you control? I'm no. pretty good at it. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. That's nice. I've hacked the code. And same. Thank like, you for telling I've, me I've that. Never, I've I ne- am going to use it for evil. <laughs> <laughs> and I've never even thought about that before. Like if it's a vague goal or a set goal, mm. it... Uh, so it's I'm glad you brought it up because it I can kind of I don't know I'm I'm the kind of person like when I see some rigidity in a certain aspect like I'll I'll think is this serving me or is this detrimental to me and then I'll fix it or I'll sure. try to fix it um in this sense I think it's um there needs to be like a preset condition like uh I I feel that narrowing down on a goal is is good for me in in a lot of aspects but not when it's like a casual like oh let's play video games and i'm like no we're here to fucking play video games (laughs) (laughs) or like let's go to the theater and then it's like well i don't know and i'm like no we have to so if it's like a non-serious non-committal thing then i can i kind of have to i think relax a bit more to be honest with you if it's like a preset and it's like a blanket sort of setting that you have right now that's keeping you focused on the things that are important to you then the people that care about you should be able to adapt to accept that for now right and i know that you know comedy and writing has been super important to you for a while and you're finally like getting back into the groove of things so if you need to like blanket it in order for you to be really successful and feeling motivated in that and like go ahead and do that. It's my job as your friend to understand. I thank you. I don't think that's necessarily the case. It's just like a how I'm wired and if it's if it's a specific thing that the plan is for, then that's what's happening. Yeah. And I I think it, it works out for things like um if I do stand up or if I have to do a certain thing for my episodes or for my job or like getting something done and that's useful because I can narrow it down and focus on it no matter what, whatever the distractions. But if it's like a hangout or a fun plan, then I don't have to be as rigid about it. I just don't notice it as much, I guess. I'm going to, like, monitor your progress. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know? <laughs> hey, uh, hold you me accountable. You said something that was super interesting. You were talking about, like, the way that you were hardwired. And I think for me personally, that's part of the intrigue of having you in my life. You are hardwired in a very interesting way. I'm a very bubbly person. Like, I will meet randoms and then we're friends and we're, like, drinking wine at one of each other's houses in, like, 10 minutes. It's crazy. 
So it's not as though I've not met, I've met a shortage of people. I, you're just very interesting and unique in terms of the way that you think through things. Very emotionally intelligent, which is what makes you stand out. So ultimately at the end of the day, I think that if you have certain boxes in which you need to tick in order to be successful in XYZ, then do those things. Um, I, I agree. And that's why I'm saying like certain things, it's not about success. Like if we have a plan to do something, it's not about succeeding at that plan to do something because it's ultimately about spending time together and hanging out and having fun, you know, whatever. (laughs) Do we have fun when we hang out together? I think so. I mean, we had quite a few conversations that were therapeutic and... I unload on you. That's like my favorite thing to do. I feel like you're just like, A, such a good listener. B, you're probably one of the very few people in life whose advice I actually... (laughs) consider taking (laughs) like it's because i'm like a one-track mind bitch like you can tell me what to do and i'll be like "Mm, probably not i love how you said consider taking because the few times it's actually been successful yeah but but it was just after the fact you're like how do i not see that happening that way and i'm like Mm -hmm. i told you it would happen that way i think it's because i admire the way that your brain works ergo i trust the decisions that you make because i wish i could make those same decisions for myself okay so i trust you to make those decisions for me don't get me wrong i do think about them but if the same sort of advice was coming to me from somebody else i would be much quicker to sort of brush it off because i'm like you've given me stupid advice before like Mm. get the fuck out of my way (laughs) Um, but with you, I stop and I at least give you a consideration. Like right. I give your thoughts a consideration and I'm like, you know. So the hierarchy of advice would be random people, uh-huh. um, some friends, uh-huh. me, and then tarot cards. Tarot cards is a big <laughs> one for me, baby. Let's go. You want to talk about Georgina? Let's fucking go. <laughs> email Al. <laughs> Tell him you want Georgina's email address. I will hook you up, sis. Who's that? Georgina is my tarot card reader. Sorry, pardon me. My oracle card reader. <laughs> I see her once a year. I don't want you to think that I'm like a hocus pocus granola crazy. <laughs> Al, you know this already. I'm I'm pretty intelligent. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I'm not like a look this dumb bitch. No, <laughs> this is you're not pretty what this close. is about. The look you're giving me is pretty much <laughs> look you're dumb bitch. No, no, no. I think the gift that Georgina gives you is... The same gift that someone like Chris Angel gives you in a Vegas show. It's an illusion ultimately at the end of the day. And you can be impressed by how close she gets to the illusion. But I think when you read your horoscope in the paper, you pull things that pertain to your life. And that helps you have an awakening that Mm -hmm. you wouldn't feel as though you would have if your friends were giving you that advice. Or if your subconscious was like yelling at you to have that advice. It's very therapeutic to hear it from like a third party neutral Switzerland, but not neutral anymore. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. First time in 500 years. Um, Which, you know, things are, things are bad and stuff, but of course I that's think, huge. I think it, it's, I'm a little torn on that though. Are we going to talk about Switzerland? Uh, are we not talk necessarily about Switzerland, but I'm a little torn on that one because it's like, it's great that countries are uh, bonding together to prevent w- whatever's happening in that place. But mm-hmm. um, it is kind of shitty that 
they're just taking it out on people of Russia that have nothing to Terrible, do. Terrible, because yeah. it's not a democracy there, for those no. of you that don't know. It is very much a... Is it... You know what? Was, you know what's funny? Uh, we could probably go to jail in Russia if we're talking this? about this. Yeah. You're literally from there. Well, maybe in a few years I'll technically be from there. They're pretty close, yeah. <laughs> if you think about yeah. it. <laughs> And I wanted to do stand-up in Russia. At you some can't point go there. The war, but You're going to have to do it via Zoom, babe. Unless they don't translate it. You can, like, subtitle it. Anyways, uh, tarot cards. Okay. Uh, Oracle cards. Um, so, yes, I think every time I meet with my girl Georgina, she gives me a lot of intel. And she somehow is able to get some stuff right, whether it be intuition, whether it be fucking Alex's lame explanation where you sit on your couch and tells you you're dumb for an hour. <laughs> Like, so I didn't bad. do that. I no, just... you were just like, you understand why this isn't real, right? And you're like, we're not giving me an opportunity to be like, no, but it's about the way it made me feel. I did give you that <laughs> you opportunity. You did, you did, you did. I think ultimately at the end of the day, people have a different way with like reconciling with things that happen in their life. For me and my friends, it's like a really therapeutic way that we found together helps us reconcile the things that have happened in our lives. I'll spend I just 45 it, bucks on Georgina any motherfucking day of the week. I just but it, we got Georgina on here, she would tell me all about your traumas and then I wouldn't have to like work so hard figuring it out. I'm so tired. Like, I think I, I, just, I just felt slightly um, misvalued there for a second because... <laughs> She was like, you should leave your dog. And you're like, oh my God, I should. And then uh, you told no. me about it. And I'm like, I've been saying that for the last months. You butchered the retelling of that story. <laughs> and that's because you don't tell vivid stories the same way I do, a.k.a. the biggest pet peeve that you have about me. I'm going to retell the story and then you can tell me who tells it better. I you, you sit there and you have this conversation with this lady for like 40 minutes. And then she always leaves you like five, 10 minutes for questions. The summarized version of this is that I got married very young. My partner and I decided to part ways. We did. Uh, when we were married, we did get a dog together. And he is, you know, the light of both of our lives. And it was very difficult for us to determine who got to keep the dog. He got to go to a place that I call puppy heaven. Lots of open space. Lots of friends. And I came to a downtown Vancouver apartment. Like... So naturally, the dog was there for a very long time, about three months. And at the time of the reading, I simply asked the question, am I leaving anything behind? And she said, no. And I said, you answered that quite quickly. Are you sure? She said, yes. And then she said, I don't know why, but I keep seeing a dog. So it was just like very shocking that she came to the conclusion that what I was alluding to was the dog. And I have the recording and I'm going to send it to you and you can play it and just, (laughs) you can just erase the part where I summarized it instead. (laughs) I think we talked about this, and I think it was a reasonable, not guess, but... um, Assumption. Assumption to think it's a dog. I just think of all the assumptions... Okay, so say in a conversation with me, Mm -hmm. how many assumptions do you think she's throwing out there? Not a lot, because you're giving her quite a a bit. You weren't there. Well, no. she, (laughs) (laughs) she She sees how old you are, roughly. How old am I? How old do I look then? Well, like, Don't you fucking know, try me, Alex. Don't. Late 20s. And, uh, <laughs> and, you know, just, just by nature of marriages that don't work out, mm-hmm. you, it's either kids or pets. She didn't you know, know I was married. 
You, I met her one year prior, but like, how is she going to remember? You know how she remembered me? That's her me? job. You know how she remembered me? She's like, oh, you have done a reading with me before. I have your email saved from your last e-transfer. Yeah. She probably has notes like therapists. I don't think, I think you're reading way too much into this. I think you're not reading enough. I'm not telling you that she can, like, I do believe in energies and yeah. I do believe that you can like read people's energies mm, and it can be grounding that. or chaotic. Yeah. Do you ever walk in a room and you're like, ooh. The first time I got here. <laughs> I don't even know why I keep inviting you back into the like. No, because it's so months. it's so nice now. No, are you going to take the credit? Like, go ahead. That's no, you nice did. Job. You did a great job. You did a great job. Thank you. Um, the inspiration behind this house was American Psycho meets the inside of a vagina. It's the first time I've I like ever lived on my own, so I wanted it to be like. Little edgy and cool, but at the same time, like very feminine. Mm. And I'm trying to capture that stuff. We're painting a very beautiful mural in the hallway with boobs oh. on it. It's gonna be sick. That's I'm gonna new. paint it myself. I didn't know that. That's cool. Um, I saw some light fixtures today. Actually, I meant to text you and ask you your opinion on one. But yeah, the house is coming together. I'm very proud of it. I love this home. It I, is I, my. It's really coming together. You're I got divorced victory house, and yeah. it feels pretty good. Yeah, yeah, as it should. Mm -hmm. It's a nice home now. Okay, what were we talking about before this, Georgina? Yeah. I think in summation for Georgina, I feel as though, again, yeah. I would just like to reiterate, sometimes you have a lot of thoughts that are happening in your head and you refuse to like say them out loud and acknowledge that they're true because then you have to do something with that. Mm. By sitting down with someone like Georgina, I don't care how she gets her answers at the end of the day, she tells me the things that are in my heart that I know I need to start actioning and dealing with. Mm -hmm that I won't listen to when it comes to my, for my friends or for my family because they're too close to me. Right. So it's a relief after meeting with her. I feel like I've really been putting in the work to take care of some like residual shit that I've chosen mm. not to take care of. That's like, it's almost embarrassing now. Like let's okay. go time to heal. Yeah. Now you're saying that it makes me think of how I felt when I started therapy, but Georgina seems way cheaper. Georgina is way cheaper, <laughs> dude. I don't know, man. I Sometimes when I sit with my therapist, shout out to him. He's fucking awesome. Um, sometimes when I sit with him, I'm like, baby, who has the PhD? Like, is it you or me? Because I feel like I'm giving my own self my own better damn advice. That's, that's just sitting thing. here in the room. <laughs> All these services or people, they're more like a mirror. It's like a, it's like that, um, the ring light. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, like if you just use a mirror, you won't see much mm -hmm. or you won't see it in the right light. But if you use a ring light, damn, you know, it's it, like illuminates HD. From, it illuminates <laughs> yeah. from all the angles. It shows you the things that you want to see, but sometimes yeah. you haven't noticed. So. I think ultimately, too, the role of my therapist was to very much hold me accountable to the things that I said that I was going to go out and fix. Oh, yeah. Mine's not doing any of that shit. I think I hold you accountable a lot. No, I'm talking about the therapist. No, well, I fire a therapist. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Just, I thought we agreed, Georgina. Yeah, um, all the way. No, mine, mine used to keep me accountable quite a bit. He's in White Rock, so it's a little bit challenging mm. for me to go to him. And like on Zoom, it's just not the same. Absolutely. If not. I'm going to be a crying, weeping mess, I want my therapist to like politely hand me a box of napkins. I don't want to search around my house for a like, box of napkins while I'm talking to this guy on Zoom. It's kind of embarrassing. Yeah. Because, like, usually I'm wearing sweatpants <laughs> and, like, a nice top. And, like, he has to watch me hobble around. Um, what has the biggest, like, the most important or, I guess, most resonating thing that your therapist has ever said to you? Ooh. I have a good one. <laughs> we had an argument once. Mm. 
Uh, just once? <laughs> you just well, no. once? One that was like, um, she was like, uh, Al, not everyone that's being nice to you or does things for you wants to have sex with you. True. And I was like, what? obviously you'd say that. You know, she, she's... You trying to fuck? No, no, no. I, she, she, she's like out of her prime. So, of course, you'd think that way. But she's like 26. Uh, <laughs> it's a very bad I'm joke. I'm so fucked. <laughs> That's a very bad joke. No, um, <clears throat> she did say that once. And I was like, That's a very interesting point, And um, I don't agree with you. Uh, because from my experience, uh-huh. that hasn't been the case. Everyone that does something nice for you, or what? Like, everyone that treats you with a basic level of respect and kindness. Sort of. Not, not wants ba- to fuck you. Okay, well, that's if someone treats me with a basic level of respect and kindness, I'm like, well, they're a nice person, but what, what do they want? Oh, that's why I think this is, yeah, 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 we yeah. share that. Yeah. yeah, like, peace out. I think our, after this, our contractual agreement <laughs> gonna, to one another is I'm over. Put, put my handkerchief with all my things onto a yeah, stick. Yeah, what do you have here? You can I have go. your slippers yeah. and get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, considering what you do and this persona that you have. What persona do I have? I, f- I don't feel like I talk to the same. And you can totally correct me and like shatter the mirror if you're wrong. I'm just going to go back to listening to Len and Stella and reminding myself where we stand. Um... I, you're not this, you're, you're like, I, I feel like there's like multiple versions of you. There's like a lot of different. There's multiple versions of I'll, everyone. I think so. Yeah. yeah, for sure. But I think that I know this like one version of you and it's like the version where like you and I do fun shit and we like kick it and like, you're just like my friend, Alex. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really like know comedian, stand up, social media. I'm on Bumble, like dating people. Uh-huh. Like that's like my job is to like swipe through people. <laughs> it's not. Um, <laughs> we're, n- we're not going with it. Is that, but the people know that that's how they get onto the podcast. Right? Oh, not always. Kind of, but sometimes they are just comedians. Especially not, not. Sometimes they're friends. Not like, hey, lately. I'm proud of you. I don't know if I'm proud of you. I, I I'm think... proud of you if you want me to be. Like if that's, uh, if, that, if that was an act of change that you were trying to do and you were like able to be successful at it, then I'm really excited for you. It's just becoming, it's kind of a product of my life more mm. so. Um, at the time, like when I was in Asia and even before, I think about four years ago or so, four or five years ago, I just noticed that I didn't have a lot of girlfriends. Yeah. And so it seemed like a natural way of befriending people was Mm -hmm. through going out, meeting people that were, I feel like there's not that big of a step between like a romantic relationship and a friendship. It's very vital to be able to like have a very solid. Like if we're not talking about the purely carnal desire to fuck, fuck, yeah, then you want to find people that you vibe with, you have a good conversation with, and so naturally, when I find someone, like obviously, I've met way more people than I interviewed for my Mm -hmm. podcast, but the people that I've met maybe weren't necessarily... Again, that doesn't mean that I haven't had you on the podcast. You <laughs> suck. <laughs> uh, sometimes sometimes you, you do. do. Sometimes you um, do. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and then naturally now with my life uh, progressively getting busier and going in directions of 
like doing more stand up, uh, working more, doing gigs, bartending, blah blah blah. Yeah. I don't really need to rely on dating apps as much. Can I say something to yeah. you? Can I give you a tip? Sure. Hot tip. Hot tip. Mm, you said that you were super excited about the prospect of making like a lot more female friends, mm-hmm. and that's like a relationship that you need in your life. When you have a friend, you can't fuck them sometimes. <laughs> No, I'm, I'm saying say. I'm saying how it started. Yeah, and I have I have a few friends that we started off with maybe going on a couple of dates, and mm-hmm. sometimes we had sex, sometimes we just didn't, and then became friends. Over time, now I'm like all right with where I am. It takes. I'm proud of you. For and me. being, I appreciate it. I think that it, that's hard. It's like hard to be in a place where you're content with where you're at in terms of a partnership. Like I can tell you this is the first time I've lived by myself and it's like, sometimes I don't even care who it is that's in my house. Mm. Just like someone if I can talk to. Like I'm so lonely. (laughs) And I think that um, it takes a lot of hard work to get to a place where you're like, actually I'm good alone. Like I'm a hundred percent, like I'm comfortable, confident in all of these different buckets and aspects. I don't need it. And like genuinely mean it. Someone got stabbed. Most likely. Yeah. This is like all day, every day, but yeah. I feel like that's like, like a perk of living in Vancouver. I live in Vancouver and I don't have You don't any. live like here though. Not, yeah, not in... Into the thick of it, a bit. Into the thick of it. <laughs> what bush are you going through? <laughs> but then again, if we stop for every siren... We're going to be stopping like every three seconds. Hopefully whoever got stabbed is going to make it. It's crazy. I, I, have, uh, <laughs> I have a friend who's a nurse the things they see these days is insane she told me about this person that got stabbed seven times they ran for an hour because they were high on something that'll do it without realizing they were stabbed how much blood did they lose i think all of it did they die no okay they made it to like one stab wound was straight to the heart so like in conclusion did they die no they made it to the hospital and they were fine man's made it crazy and some people slip in the shower and that's it i feel like that's i'm gonna go out in like a very embarrassing way like that and that's so devastating there's the the comic recently oh my goodness uh bob saget was devastating but he just hit his head and went to sleep exactly so let this be a psa if you hit your head go to the hospital do drugs he didn't do drugs no i'm saying (laughs) it's your psa if you want to make it Make it where to the <laughs> ER, but you got to run there yourself. It's going to take an hour. Hey, when you're on unfettered. Um, I think that if you are serious about making female friends. I'm done with that. You can't be fucking them. Because, okay, so sometimes I get stoned and I sit on this little couch of mine. And, you know, like when you're stoned, you're just like brain goes to places. And I text, I have two phones, one for work, one for personal. Got two. And I text okay. myself stuff. Oh. Like different little notes that I want myself to like remember when I'm in a sober state yeah. of mind. Okay. I'll like text it to my work phone and then I'll wake up in the morning and the first thing I do is always check my work phone. Oh. Like, is there an emergency? <laughs> what did drunk Hollis say? <laughs> and like pick up my phone and I'm like, uh-huh, I actually still agree with the statement. So one time I was just like making a list of some stuff, some some thoughts. It was like, a, actually, I, I have my phone somewhere. I could probably pull it out. And like I was rereading it the next day and at some point I like made a note Remind Alex to stop that if he does not want to be perceived as a fuckboy. And you and I have not ha- yet had an opportunity to sit down and oh. talk about it since then. 
Okay. So I was never able to address it to you, but hey, man, you don't want to be perceived as a fuckboy. That's not good. You're, like, too nice. You're, like, too genuine. Be better than that. I know you can be. But, okay. <laughs> let's, okay, let's get into this conversation. So, uh, what's, what's, uh, what's a fuckboy? A fuckboy is, hmm, I dated one. Like, I dated one for a really long time. Somebody who ensures that you are sort of like always on the hook. Mm. If you've watched that episode of How I Met Your Mother. I haven't. Basically, you keep them entertained enough so they are feeling like seen and heard and valued by you. Fuck them as you'd like. Uh, but you're like doing that across a lot of different avenues. And so I just want you to be intentional with your relationships. I guess what I'm trying to say. I because see. I know you're better than that. So, like, if your concept is, I want to be this person's friend, then you're going to go in there and you're not going to fuck that person because not every single person wants to fuck you as your therapist said. Right? Hmm. Is that fair? Uh, yeah. What are you Googling? I'm Googling fuckboy right now. Um, Am I getting a Merriam-Webster dictionary or an urban dictionary definition? All right. So, this one is you have from to Urban Thank Dictionary. You. Okay. It says, a boy who plays with girls' feelings mm-hmm. and doesn't really like them. Would do say, uh, all right, this is not a good source already, but would say anything a girl wants to hear to have sex with them or to get uh, something they want. Uh, I feel like that's probably like a much more extreme <laughs> version of what I was alluding to. Fuck boys know what girls want to hear, yeah. but they hurt so many girls. Oh, this is a hurt person already writing this. Yeah. yeah. Once they are a fuckboy, they they always will be a fuckboy. You can never turn back? Once a fuckboy, always a fuckboy, There's no fuckboy rehabilitation? I'm There's actually not be. sure because the prime fuckboy in my life um, started dating someone and then they blocked and deleted me off of all of social. So I, I actually don't know what they're up to. I think there's people change could change. I kind of have like this like good luck Chuck streak going on. Me too. Look at that. We're... Good job. <laughs> um, like, I think right down to my ex, hopefully. Like, I, the last time I saw him, he looked so good. So I was, like, really proud yeah. of him. But, yeah, this, the guy that Should I was... Should we start charging for this? Literally. Yeah. For the service. And this magic pussy. <laughs> <laughs> that would make me a prostitute. But you know what? Times are tough, to be honest with you. <laughs> um, you say rent is expensive these, these days. Rent is so fucking expensive. Yeah, the last guy before I got married, um, it was like on and off for a really long time, like six years. And we broke up and then he like went back to school, upgraded, is now like working a six-figure job, like found a solid long-term girlfriend, bought a new car, moved out, like travels all the time. Like he's so welcome. I put in and the you're work like, for him. Where is my though. commission check? Literally, you're so yeah. welcome. Okay, what definition yeah. did you find? I was just laughing at the rest of it. Uh, so the whole once a fuckboy, they always will mm-hmm. be a fuckboy. But this part is so funny. If you know a guy is a fuckboy, don't fall for him. Usually fuckboys are cute. So yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Is it like why? And you usually yeah, and you usually can tell if they're a fuckboy of how they dress and act. He's kind of like a player and hoe. <laughs> Somebody like that's 12 years old wrote this. Oh, and it's been written in 2015. So this is... We're bringing back old school terms. Yeah. The fuck boyerish characteristics that I'm trying to, I'm trying to say is, I think, goes back again to the inconsistency bit. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Digest that. Think about that. Ask follow-up questions should you need to. <laughs> 
in the end, they'll only break your heart and disappear and then repeat the cycle on another poor, naive girl. Like wow. the Tinder swindler. Yeah. I was like, what am I doing working a regular job? Like, I could the be only, this guy. <laughs> the only thing that's holding me back is morals. Like, I could be, I could totally be like the Russian guy, like the Russian oligarch. Being like, hey, like, <laughs> I'm good, a prince. like, girl, I can't come to London because <laughs> I be. <laughs> uh, because authorities took my yacht. Please send money. Uh, visa doesn't work. Send me some crypto. Uh, I need the money for gas for my Phantom Rolls Royce. Or like, be a Ukrainian guy. Like, my my enemies are uh, on no, the no. border. No. Send money for tank gas. No. I need the RPG weapon. We can't laugh at that right now. <laughs> it's a serious situation, Alex. Hey, in hopefully in a week when this comes out, it's resolved. I don't I'll, think so. I'll be... In one week? Yeah. You can't fuck around in editing this time. Like, I need it like two days beforehand. No, I have to send it to one person to see if that's okay. What? And if it's not, then I'm going to come into your house, dude. <laughs> I ain't send back that fucking release. I did send back the release. I did. did. Yeah, yeah. I fucking know where you live. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, please. Um, yeah, yeah, we'll figure it out. Okay, that's interesting. I mean, I've heard this before. I don't agree. I think the fact that I am friends with quite a few of the people that I went on dates with and continue talking mm-hmm. and have a good relationship with is basically a sign that I'm not quite the fuckboy that the internet describes. No, it's kind of like weird, dude. Like it, Why? It is, it is kind of weird. Okay, well... We'll see. I mean, we'll open it up to people at some yeah, point. Yeah, I get. <laughs> can can you can you fill a room? I can fill Let's a room. Let's go. Uh, but uh, <laughs> let me know if you think that you can be friends with someone you fucked. Let me know if if you, you think otherwise. You can be friends with someone you fucked. That's not the point that I'm getting at. Well, okay, so you can't keep fucking someone you want to be friends with. Is that what you said? If you're, well, I mean, unless you have a conversation about it and like this is cool as hell. Yeah. Have a chat. What's like, friends with benefits? Are you having a conversation about it and like drawing boundaries? Should there be boundaries required? No. You're not even having a chat about it? No. Who does? Like Justin Timberlake in movies does. But that's not reality. I think that I would like to... Ha- I, would, I have conversations with people about that stuff all the time. Mm. Like, hey, here are my boundaries. Like, leave me alone. You know? Yeah. After 7 p.m. I don't want to talk to you. Okay. Certain people. Yeah. Normal. That's just like obviously an exaggeration, but like Interesting. you don't have like straight up like, hey girl, here's where I'm at conversations with people. You just assume? Um, I think so. Yeah. You just assume? I think everyone does. How many girls come to you crying if you're just assuming like, ah, I thought you were in love with me? No one. Really? Yeah. Dating is different now. I think everyone's just on the same page these nah, days. No, I am way lost, dude. It has been well, such a transition. Back. I don't, I'm not happy to be here, to be honest <laughs> No <with> one you. is. <laughs> I don't think that I've had a bad experience so far. I think that I've been, like, really lucky. I mean, I did have a date that, like, wouldn't leave. I, I don't know. Like, you told me then, in hindsight, yeah, because you, like, invited him to your house and you were expecting just to have, like, wine, but, like, you invited him to your house so he thought you were fucking. Yeah, I think unless you make it clear from the start, like you said, you know, with boundaries and such, that if you're inviting someone over, you got to make it clear because of the current. Mm. Um, so like PSA world at Earth, if I'm inviting you over, it does not mean I want to fuck. I know. I, and, yeah. and that's totally fine. But I think... That guy didn't get the picture. With the That's what I'm saying. With the current dating climate. It's Can just you explain it so, to me? Like, 
What are the top five things that somebody that's been out of the game for like seven years mm-hmm. needs to know? Because I feel lost and sad a lot. Confused. Um, it's very important to know what you want. Okay. And filter the people properly. Okay. Maybe making it clear. Because if you don't make it clear, it's just going to be a default. But you just said that you don't even have that conversation but that's, with but people. But that's what I'm saying. So if you don't make it clear, it's just going to go to a default. And the default what these is days the default? is people hook up. That's the default? Yeah. Like, Unless you specify. If you're on a dating app and you yeah. specify, I am looking for a relationship. Yeah. The last time I was on these apps, it was like, I am looking for a partner. Yeah. If now it's like, I'm looking for someone to fuck. If you're on dating apps to begin with, on the big ones, let's say Tinder, Bumble, whatever. Yeah, sure. Uh, likely, if you specify that, then you're on the wrong app. Is that why... Oh my god, is that why everyone's so nice to me? Because they're like, she just wants to... And I'm like, nice back, so they're like, she definitely wants to fuck. Uh, I'm not even like looking for a relationship. I think ultimately, at the end of the day, I'm just like meeting new people. And that's been a lot of fun and what a cool experience. Now I'm like stressed because am I on those apps and everybody thinks I'm like, I'm here to fuck? I think... Exclusively? I think a lot of people are doing what you're doing, where they're like... At least that's what I do, and that's what I feel like a lot of people are doing we're just on apps to meet people and then if the vibe is right like sure i don't treat sex like this all oprah i don't know how you get to get fucked you get to get fucked (laughs) everybody gets to get fucked you don't watch those episodes no oh my god when when you're shaking everybody a car it was sick i oh okay i see what you're saying (laughs) um i treat it more like an activity that has no meaning per se behind it Aside from sexual gratification. Whoa, that's crazy. And I don't think about it that way at yeah. all. I don't know how to do that. See, like, this is why I had to, like, pull myself off the apps, to be honest with you. Mm. Because, like, spiritually, emotionally, I'm just, like, not at that point. I think that I'm, so, like, it's so tough to be such a romantic in this day and age. I think romance is definitely not dead. Everybody likes to be romance. Maybe some people pretend that they don't, but... This like hook up fast dating culture. I don't know you. I don't know your mom's name. I don't know where you grew up. Like, mm. let's fuck right away. Is is really scary for someone like me who's not. So that's what I'm saying. Been out and right. at it, and I, like I have to specify though, there are two reasons I'm on the apps. One is to meet new people, and that's really exciting. But two, I think a big component is building my confidence back up and understanding mm. that I can still talk to people. Like I think I told you on our on the very first time I hung out, I'm like I'm pretty impressed with myself. Like go me, you're kind of hot. I think I said that to you like first thing and you're like, yeah. And I was like, no, I, I hate this so. guy. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, that sounds like me on a first date. Uh, yeah. Like going back to what to expect. If, if you're not setting those boundaries right away, it's just going to go to the default of the wow. dating uh, climate these days, which is most people just meet people. And then if the vibe is right, there's sex. And then, you know, it kind of goes from there. Uh, but there certainly are, like I've matched with people that have exclusively, exclusively looking, for... looking for a relationship, which I think it's a lot of pressure to, to meet someone like that because I'm like, I don't know if we're vibing. I have to marry you. I'm yeah. scared. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but it could also be True. my commitment issues. Um, major ones. Major ones. Huge. Huge. Uh, lots of, lots of mom problems. Not as, not as big a problem as my penis. And... You had just admitted uh, that it was like below average. That's why it's a big problem. Mm. Uh, <laughs> 
Uh, I have to. Do we get a pee break at some point? Do you want to take a pee break? My bladder is so full, but I want to hear these five things. Right. So okay. it's not five things, but okay. First, I asked for five, you, dude. You, okay, let's go five. First, you gotta make sure. Be clear with your intent. Be clear with your intent. Two. Filter people properly. Okay. Make sure they understand your intent, and then. So your intent and the intent of the people you're attracting. Um, That's one and two. Yeah, but I think if you're filtering out people that uh, don't share the same intent, then you're basically taking care of that. Um, the third one, pick the right apps. That I need some tips there. Probably Hinge, I hear, is more like a I'm not looking dating. for a relationship, though. Oh, okay. But I'm if also not looking meeting, to just fuck. If you're just meeting people... What am I looking for? Exactly. So you're back to step one. Shit. Uh, We've been there You can't be time. on step three if you haven't done step one. Mm -mm -mm. Like there... I guess step two was picking the right apps. Okay. So be clear with your intentions. Pick the right apps. Those uh, are people. Filter people. The one thing, number four, is what you do right is you staying safe with those. Everybody and their dog has my location at all times, yeah. baby. When we went on a date, you... Joseph uh, from Montreal. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's actually a pretty extensive list. My very best friend that lives in Surrey, probably 45 minutes away from here. Mm -hmm. um, a girlfriend that lives about mm, 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 like 35 minutes away from here. And then my core group, like two of them live in the downtown core. These these are the men. Like I these was, are the ones that are coming for yeah, you. I was two. doing that too when I was were traveling. Were you? Yeah. I was, when you were driving? Like, no, when I was traveling. When I was oh, I Asia. thought when you were like driving with me. Like you, no, know, no, no. you had to make sure your mom knew where you were. No. <laughs> just in case I killed you. <laughs> <laughs> I think I could. That's take a good it. idea while traveling. Like yeah. whenever we're doing long distance road trips at work, well, oh, I'll always make sure that like because you never know what's. Gonna I wasn't. Happen. I wasn't doing so much when I was traveling from city to city, unless I knew someone in a specific city. Mm -hmm. But uh, because I was like, oh, if someone fucking kills me in Saigon or whatever, not that it would happen. I don't know if why. I think I... Vietnam. It was just one of my favorite places. But if something happened there, it's like it wouldn't fucking matter. You would just. You wouldn't expect me to like come find your body? No. You wouldn't expect me to like avenge you? No. Bring your body back to your family? I mean, I wouldn't expect you, but you know. Because I mean, at that location, point, it's like so much effort that I'm like, yeah, if you why? have your location safe, I'm like, like why yeah, bother your people? fucking body back for your parents, dude. That's the least <laughs> I could do. I appreciate you. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, well, no, he's just like on like running in a time, fridge somewhere. But like, I'm saying at the, at the time, I didn't. Where know were your you. friends? <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they'd figure it out. Um, okay. But I wouldn't care. Anyways, <laughs> um, so that's four. Be safe. Okay. Which you're doing quite well, I Thank think. Thank you. And Although then, I did invite you to my house without knowing anything beyond his name was Al and he's a comedian. That yeah. was a problem. Yeah. I got an earful the next day. Yeah. What's his last name? And I was like, I don't fucking know. Something Russian. Like he repeated it to me three times. Like if I asked one more time, it would be embarrassing as fuck. Well, but so you I did just, like, ask let it go. So I texted you straight up. Yeah. I was like, hey man, what, actually what's your last name? And you're like, yeah. why? And I was like, we have to deep dive. And I found you on LinkedIn. Yeah. Cute. Yeah. So, you know, it's... Okay, what's number five after pee so bad? Number five is... Um, for a second, I was like, I can draw it out He's so He's literally much. drawing it out so much after <laughs> pee so bad. Uh, how about you go pee and then I'll think of number five. You don't even have number five? I thought you were the, the dating expert. It, I'm not. I'm a dating enthusiast. Is that who you are? That's what's on my Instagram and it gets roasted for it all the time. That's a <laughs> I'm gonna go pee right after you. So That's not like a fetish thing. I just really have to pee. <laughs> I'm gonna talk to my uh, people that listen to this. On a side note, uh, I think it would be really cool if you listen to this 
send me a message because I want to know who you are. I see numbers week in, week out. I really appreciate you and I want to know who you are. So let me know. And then we're going to cut to when uh, I'm done peeing, when should be now. It's not now. I have to be real bad and she's not out yet. I haven't caught anything in between yet. Can you hear me talk? That's just the usual. And for everyone listening, I expect cranberry sauce to cranberry juice tomorrow. We'll put that cranberry sauce all over you. Shining <laughs> story about yogurt. Hopefully that story. works. Do you have to feed? Yeah, I'll, we're yeah. we're quite far in, so we're just gonna finish. Uh, it's okay. my turn to get the UTI. Okay. Um, well deserved. Yeah, and so I think number five, mm. which is important, is. Don't hold off sex. Because, no, listen. I would agree. Because I'm not, if, not agree. If, you, if you're uh, dating someone, and by dating I mean if you go on a first date and then you're thinking about second date, third, or even throughout the first date, and you're like, I'm going to hold off on sex. That's not the right person. Why? Uh, because I feel like a lot of people treat sex as something of value. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like that where where they think oh what is he here for and it's it comes from the place of fear where i think i'm not sure if that's the case if if it's not if you do that and it's not the case let me know i'd like to be corrected on this mm-hmm. but and i'd like to know why but i think it's it comes from the fear of oh if they get sex they'll leave no well okay like i think i make a lot of jokes about that specifically because I have a lot of insecurities, but it's not if you get sex, you're going to leave because I, you got, got an orgasm and then you fucking left. Like, who cares? It's more so, for me personally, I can say, like, weird trauma around physical appearance and the way my body looks. So my fear is actually, like, I'm going to take my clothes off in front of you. You're going to see what you're fucking working with. You're probably going to fuck because at that point you're horny and any hole is a hole. But then you're going to be like, mm, not for me because you're no longer physically attracted to me. That's like a really big fear that I feel like probably a, lo- a lot of people have. They just don't talk about it. Mm, okay. Again, the five things are not specifically for mm-hmm. you. No, 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 no. I understand. Yeah, yeah. who's been out of the but game. But you said that you would like to be, you, you would like to be corrected on it. So I did. I corrected you. You're I welcome. Appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> if you have that thought of like, oh, I'm going to hold off. Mm-hmm. then it depends from okay so if it comes from the oh i need to trust that person before i have sex that's a different scenario you're also then going down a different road that is like not did you go back to step number two and three exactly. and ensure that your intents are lined up exactly because you're obviously putting way too much emotional thought into your physical partner exactly i'm so aligned that's why i think once the first four steps are covered step number five just out of like, Start I don't want to, yeah, just, you know, if you're meeting the right people, yeah, don't treat sex as something that's on a pedestal. Just Start fucking fucking. enjoy your body, enjoy the other person's body. And if you're filtering people right, there shouldn't be any problem with it. How about diseases? Number six, be safe. Or the, no, that was number four. Number, number four, yeah, you know, be safe. It comes into, I mean, obviously, that's another reason why I don't, I don't really like either, 
I've gotten <laughs> I've gotten heat for that uh, a few times. Uh, but uh, get off your chest, dude. So d- I don't really do head first few dates before like I kind of get to know the person better mm-hmm. because that's how you get chlamydia. Oh, oh! Here I was thinking you're such a sweetheart. Like, oh, too intimate for me. Like, no. oh, I don't know you like no. that. No, you just don't want to get chlamydia. Yeah. Cute. Yeah. Yeah. I know some people that have gotten chlamydia. It's just a couple pills, I've gotten, no? I've gotten chlamydia too. I've never gotten an STI. <laughs> I was I was working when I when Not I even a cold sore. When I was working with um when I started bartending, it was with a buddy of mine who was on a podcast mm-hmm. like way earlier. He's wild. Uh if I can sum up his whole persona with one phrase, he's like it, it would be, I don't know, man, raw dogging is just worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, for some people it is though. But, but he was like, uh, and then I was like, well, Hey man, I didn't know you smoke. He's like, yeah, I buy a pack of cigarettes every time I get comedia. <laughs> That's funny now. <laughs> He's like, yeah, it's, it's stressful, you know? <laughs> and, um, I've gotten so it a couple times. That no, sucks. I, I got it once and once I had a UTI unconfirmed. Um, did it burn a lot? And you have you it, felt like you had to pee every five seconds? It did burn when I had to pee. So, but but did you feel like you had to pee every five seconds? No. Oh. And baby, I think you may have had something else. Maybe that's what I'm saying. It, it it showed up as a UTI, but was unconfirmed. And then I just took antibiotics, and it cleared right up. That was way months ago. And uh, yeah, so those are the five things. Not months ago. Way more than months ago. Great. Good, yeah. to, good to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So practice safe sex, I think, is really important. And you know what? This just illuminated to me. Like, am I practicing safe sex? Are you? Is there a way I could be practicing safer sex? Um, I... At some point, there's always going to be risk. And then that's a decision I think everyone needs to make. I think ultimately, at the end of the day, my rule is sort of like, unless I feel some sort of valid connection between this person and I, something, like I have to... My body does a really good job of telling me if I want to fuck someone. Mm. So, like, I just trust her. She knows what she's doing. She's smart. And, um... Oh, I just... Birth control and a condom. I just thought of a sixth one. Hit me. This one goes slightly (laughs) against number four, uh, which number six would be, you know, take a chance every now and then. Not, not, sorry, not a chance. Take initiative every now and then. Uh, Initiative is really hard for me. I, I am I'm so uncomfortable. Mm. Like, I can't just, like, lean across and French someone. Like, I don't... Like, what if they don't want to? <gasps> That's what guys have to deal with on a oh, daily. Oh, yeah. I guess I didn't think about that. Yeah. Okay, so taking... There's, it- I, I'd say there's nothing... There's a few things that are on par in terms of someone else getting stabbed. Uh, there's a few things that are on par with... In terms of attractiveness and sexiness uh, to this. But I, I, I'd say... One of the more attractive things is it's when a girl a initiates like any sort of You gotta of be hella thing. confident in that shit, girl. I bet you the girl that's initiating is like wearing matching panties and a matching bra. Like Not she's hot as hell. She's got her shit together. But Can you introduce me to like I feel like if I was like in a circle with these girls, then I would like become one of these girls. What is it? You're the average the company of the five keep. people you hang Let out. me tell you about the company I keep, babe. We're all fucking sad. It's not a good time right now. We're <laughs> all feeding time. off of each other's sadness. Time to change. All right. I think uh, that's that's about it. Thanks well, for having me. Thanks so much for doing this. Mm. That one by like... It's because I don't shut the fuck up, but you know that. Yeah. That's why I was quite excited about this. I hope I gave you good content. Eh, I'm like not, not going to sleep about this for the rest of my life, probably. You think? 
I don't sleep already, so. <laughs> so it's got nothing to think about. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you. We'll wrap up here. Thank Cheers. you for listening. Bye-bye. Bye bye.